Well, as we embark upon a new year here, it will be an interesting one up in Lansing with the legislature divided, even Stephen in the House. Uh, How will that work out? Uh, Also, we've got all these trials involving the former president and a lot of discord in the state Republican Party, including two competing meetings uh, in the next week, which may or may not determine whether Christina Caramo remains as chairperson. Uh, all of it, uh, grist for our favorite mill, uh, the editorial page at uh, the Detroit News, and we welcome in that page's editor, Nolan Finley. Happy New Year, Nolan. Happy New Year to you, Guy and crew. Um, I'm still trying to figure out, though, uh, when first down marker became line of game. You miss one week of watching football and the whole nomenclature plays. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Meantime, you guys uh, had quite a get. Christina Caramo doesn't like to talk to the press. Uh, and when she does, it, it can be highly contentious. Yet she did sit down with your colleague, Caitlin Buss. What is yeah. she saying about um, the cupboard, whether it's bare and uh, whether she can remain? Everything's rosy. Uh, I mean, you read that interview, which is a good interview and surprise does. I mean, we had just put a call in. Caitlin had put a call in last week when she was writing a column about uh, uh, Caramo and the Republican Party. And Saturday she calls her back and wants to wants to talk. And basically what she said is uh, she's not going to be forced out of office if she can at all help it and not, not going to resign and not going to compromise on anything. It's full steam ahead in the same disastrous direction they've been headed. Nolan, in your piece a few days ago, you're saying 2024 will be a bad year for the GOP, but you don't just limit it to Karamo and the Michigan Republicans. You say overall it's not great, and the National Party doesn't have the money at either. The National Party has about one-seventh of the cash it would normally have at the start of an election year. And the problems in the Michigan State uh, GOP are mimicked all across the country. You have state parties in Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, other places struggling to pay their legal bills from 2020, uh, not being able to raise money and feuding, you know, rack with internal feuds. And, you know, again, it, it all goes back in my mind to uh, Donald Trump and his grip on the party and the grip his acolytes have on the party. They're not interested in winning elections. They're interested in uh, elevating Donald Trump at the expense of everything else. So I think what should have been a great year for Republicans is going to turn out very badly. And I was going to ask you uh, about Donald Trump and, and how much he plays a part and and how all of this is is falling apart for the Republicans and how you expect them to do in 2024. And people are, you know, they don't even care about those, you know, polls about Trump and Joe Biden, you know, running there. They really just are are trying to gauge, uh, you know, how bad he is and and how he is like a drag on the GOP. That's all they care about is Donald Trump. And, you know, they're not going to win with him. Uh, We proved that in 2020. And uh, I don't see how Donald Trump is more attractive today than he was in in 2020 after all of the uh, things we've been through uh, and learned about January 6th. Uh, you know, we the Republicans could win with another candidate, but they're 
there's no chance, I think, that now that they'll turn to another candidate. Almost any Republican could beat Joe Biden uh, other than Donald Trump, and yet that's who they're determined to stick with. And so, you know, there's there's a consequence in that sort of of stubbornness and that sort of closed-mindedness. It seems that uh, the, the national media has, has fallen into the same trap it did several years ago, which is reporting more on Trump's personality and his yeah. truth social posts than they are on some of the things that he's got planned uh, if and when he becomes president, one of them being a 10% across-the-board tax on imports, a universal tariff on mm-hmm. imports. And, and the, the, you know, the, the studies are out on this, uh, Nolan. Manufacturing employment in the U.S. may be up 3.4% since his tariff spree in 2018. But when you look at the uh, if, if steel, for instance, only up 1%. While those manufacturers that use steel to produce what they do, they are down 2.8% in employment. So it's a, it's a, it's a net, it's a double, a net loss. Yeah. Tariffs. I mean, he, he proved himself that tariffs don't work. And now here we are again. I mean, when, when did you ever see a free market um, economic conservative uh, be so in love with tariffs? And once again, I mean, it, it shows that, Donald Trump doesn't really stand for any principles. I mean, he's a a populist who who runs on instinct. Well, this sounds good. Let me try this. Yeah. And you know, we know tariffs are damaging to trade, and that trade's essential to a healthy economy. Yeah. Well, we uh, we did create some steel jobs, but they came at a cost of nine hundred thousand dollars per job, and that was paid by the U.S. consumer. Good Lord, it sounds like he's playing by Gretchen Whitmer's playbook. I wasn't going to say that because I knew you would. (laughs) Uh, Nolan, what about uh, the tapes that the Detroit News broke, uh, him on the call with Monica Palmer and William Hartman? Yeah, I mean, you could, if you want to, I mean, if if you're in doubt at all that he was engaged in a conspiracy to overturn uh, the election and to, you know, pressure good people into not doing their their jobs and not doing what the law requires them to do uh read the articles about the tapes that the that uh craig mogger and the news listen to and uh you know it's going to disavow you of that notion i mean he was doing everything he could to foster this idea of a stolen election even in a place like michigan where the election wasn't that close Nolan, you still predict that uh, Joe Biden won't be on the ballot in November? I don't think he will. I think Democrats are looking at the same thing I'm looking at. You you look at the polls and you put any Democrat on that ballot and they beat Donald Trump. And I think their uh, sort of obsession is with, was with beating Donald Trump and not with saving Joe Biden, which, by the way, is the right priority. Uh, for a political party. And I don't think they're going to let blind loyalty to a faltering, failing president keep them from holding on to the White House. They are all about holding power. And we should point out that we get the chance to see your handsome face tonight at 10 on Detroit Public Television. This is part of your Great Lakes Civility Project. Yeah, the national PBS has a a series, a, a series of specials called A Citizen's Guide to Preserving democracy and tonight uh 
Steve Henderson and I, our civility project is is featured on tonight's episode, 10 o'clock on uh, PBS. I think that's uh, DPTV uh, locally, Channel 56. Absolutely. Well, we will look forward to that and look forward to future conversations in the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, Nolan Finley. Uh, When we come back, we will check in uh, with the other big coach here in the state of Michigan, Magnum T.I., Tom Izzo, next on JR Morning.